Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. MRAs, PUAs, Gamer Gators, and Twitter Trolls, get a life! This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. This is a podcast where on most weeks I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, gender, and love. And I have a special treat for you this week. It is uh, the woman behind the infamous Man Whore Podcast story, the chick with the courage, the bitch with the blindfold. We have Andy on the podcast this week. Oh, I am so excited uh, to share her with you in a bit. Uh, but first, I got some show dates. People show dates tomorrow, August 11th, or a few days ago, if you're listening to this late, I am at Bunga's Den down on 14th Street. That's an 8 p.m. show. It's a free comedy show. Then Connecticut, this Sunday, August 14th, I am at Mohegan Sun at the Comics Comedy Club there. Uh, that is a comedy contest, so I'd really appreciate your support if you can make it out. And uh, for more information on those shows and more, head on over to manhorpod.com slash comedy. Also coming up, August 19th, I will be at What the Float. Yes, that silent floating dance party I love so much. Uh, come on out. I will be there only on Friday night, the 19th. I got an orgy on the 20th. You know, I got, a, I got priorities. Hey, uh, if you want to come dance throughout the streets of New York with me, go visit whatthefloat.com. Uh, buy your tickets today. It's a very good time. They're not a sponsor. I don't make money if you go. I just, I just like seeing you. <laughs> and uh, as always, you know, I don't normally remind you to do this, but if you can, if you care to, please leave a rating and review for the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes. If you don't use iTunes, well... Uh, you know, leave a rating on whatever app, Spotify, whatever that you like to use. Uh, it, it helps. I won't go into it much, but it helps. Uh, this was fun. Oh, man. So I'm walking through Madison Square, uh, which uh, is not near Madison Square Garden. If you're not from New York, that's a, mm, a fun little misdirect. The planners of the city have Madison Square Garden. You know, that's over uh, on 8th Avenue in the 30s. Meanwhile, Madison Park is down on 23rd street but i'm, I'm walking through Madison. that's where shake shack is that's where our, our first shake shack is and i'm going to shake shack and i come across a burning man poly person i know from uh p's little polycule who i've met uh at parties and little events so i i said oh hey hey what's going on and he's there with a very attractive uh redhead kind of a jessica chastain look-alike and they invited me to sit down and we were chit-chatting, talking about parties. They were going to a thing later that evening. Uh, I'm chatting up with her a, a little bit to, to be polite. And I said, hey, so have you been to other sex parties? And she's like, yeah, you know, I did go to this one called Skirt Club. And I'm like, oh, Skirt Club. I know about Skirt Club. I've had uh, Genevieve Lejeune on my show. So I, that was a way to bring up the podcast. I'll find a way to bring up my show in any context if I can. You know, always be promoting. And uh, so I, I tell her that. And she's like, oh, wait, what's your what's your show called? I called, oh, it's called The Man Whore Podcast. She's like, oh, I was uh, talking to this woman at the party. And she said she was there because she heard Genevieve on the podcast. Hey, look at that working. So whichever New Yorker I have listening here uh, who went, you know, say hello if you care to. I'd love to know what your firsthand experience was of, uh, of Skirt Club. I knew, I knew several of you were interested. I got emails and tweets saying, uh, like, and text messages being like, hey, uh, I'm going to look into it in my area of Miami or L.A. or whatever. Uh, but it's cool that so, uh, some people actually showed up. Genevieve told me that... Uh, she said, I had the most signups for Skirt Club after doing your podcast than any other podcast I've done. I was like, yeah, I know my audience. A lot of ladies who like ladies. <laughs> so uh, that was very cool. That was definitely a, an ego boost for me. Do you like playing fantasy football? Do you Are you any good at it? Do you need an ego boost by taking down some fellow fan whores? Well, then you should sign up for the, the Fan Whore Fantasy Football League. We're entering season two. We have a couple of slots open. 
Uh, we do a $30 PPR league. It's a half point PPR league. Um, they're going to do the draft in late August, early September. If you're interested, reserve your spot ASAP. Email me at manhorpod at gmail.com. Got a couple spots open, but, uh, for like a 12 team league. And, you know, if we get enough signups, we could do like two 10 team leagues and then have uh, the champion of each league battle each other towards the end of the season or in the playoffs or something. So again, shoot me an email if you want to play. Also, if you did the the fantasy football league last year and you haven't emailed me back to say you're doing it again, let me know and reserve your spot. Cool. This has to do with emails as well. You know, as, as y'all know, I take advice questions from time to time. I got this email. Uh, it says telling my girlfriend I'm Polly. I was actually reading this with P we were, we were in a car together. It says, Hey, Billy, I'm loving the podcast, man. Binge watched episodes one through 57 over the last two weeks. Okay, look, there's uh, you listen to episodes. It's fine. Uh, your podcast has really opened up my sexuality in learning about the concept of being poly. This matches the openness of the rest of my sexuality. I'm bisexual. I've played around with most fetishes and have always been open to being adventurous in bed. However, I'm writing to you as I need some advice I don't know how to approach my girlfriend of nine months on the topic of poly lifestyle. I have a history of cheating with exes in which my girlfriend knows about. And although I've been completely mono in this relationship, I'm worried that approaching the topic with her will damage her trust in me or even end the relationship. I love her. And the last thing I want to do is push her away, but I truly resonate with the concept of a poly lifestyle. Any help will be amazing. R. Okay, R. Well, R, you know, so as P and I are reading this, obviously the the question ultimately is how to approach your girlfriend with wanting to go from monogamous to non-monogamous. And we both looked at each other like, duh, why don't you just go talk to her? But yeah, no, that is definitely an interesting kink in the, uh, you know, what, however that metaphor works. <laughs> that is definitely a, a chink in the armor. Yeah, maybe that's one. Look, this seems to be an instance uh, where the past comes back to bite you. So for all of you who have not made the same mistake of cheating, you know, listen up. It's good that you've been honest with your girlfriend that uh, you've cheated in the past, and it's even better that you haven't cheated on her uh, since. But you do still need to, at the end of the day, if you want to try to transition to polyamorous, you need to have a conversation with her. And it, But yeah, man, it's very possible she could have a negative reaction. Uh, she could question your present fidelity. She could even freak out that you'd entertain the notion of dating other women or men. But, you know, remind her that you've remained faithful in this relationship thus far and that you plan to remain so no matter what the outcome of this conversation. Uh, unless you don't plan to be monogamous if she's not down. But I'll address that later. Tell her, Point Blake, you know, what you've been feeling. T explain to her why being non-monogamous or polyamorous is important to you. Remember, what's great about a relationship is it's your relationship. You two get to make the rules. Now, it's also very possible she feels the exact same way as you do, and she's also been too afraid to bring it up herself. In which case, congrats, it's just like a race to see who opens their mouth first, you know? Now, ultimately, you, gotta, you need to figure out if monogamy is the price of admission you're willing to pay to stay in this relationship. She'll have a very similar decision to make. She has to decide, you know, if monogamy is something she needs to stay in their relationship. So, you know, when you pitch, know what you want, offer her more control, remind her who the priority is, and be honest in the case you can't stay in a monogamous relationship. Because if you know it, if you know right off the bat that you're not going to stay monogamous and she says this isn't going to work for her, then you need to break up with her. Luckily, it's only been nine months, which seems like a lifetime for someone of, you know, maybe my age or younger. But most people tend to realize that nine months is not uh, super, super long. It's long enough to burn, but it's short enough that you haven't made like life commitments or anything with each other. It's not like you're married with kids. On an alternative path, if polyamory to you is more about sex with other people um, versus serious relationships possibly ease into things by throwing around the idea of a threesome with another woman or man. Um, 
that's at least a, a like kind of a mainstream gateway. A threesome is like the gateway drug to group sex and open relationships. No, you know, if if you have a successful threesome, there might be a chance she can get over the idea of you doing that without her present. So that's at least a, a, a an easier conversation to bring up. It's not outlandish to suggest a threesome. You could get shut down, but I'll tell you this much. If she shuts down even the idea of a threesome, polyamory or, or non-monogamy is most likely going to also be a no. Good luck, R, and uh, shoot me an email back. Let me know how it went. I'd love to hear back from you. As a lot of you know, I have done a lot of crazy things using Reddit and Craigslist and Tinder. There is a story I have told you know, many, many times on this podcast, it's that story about me being blindfolded in my bed back in Jersey, uh, many years ago before I started this podcast and a woman I did not know who I didn't really know what she looked like came into my unlocked locked house and bedroom and she did what she wanted with me, sat on my face. She sucked my cock. She touched me, kissed me, talked to me, fucked me. And then she left my room, left my house, left New Jersey uh, before I ever took off the blindfold. Easily one of my hottest encounters I've ever had. Told the story a lot. Well, we've got her on the show now. Andy, after like a year of trying to schedule this thing, we've got her on the show. And she is just such a great guest. But this episode, you know, look, when I booked her for this episode, I think we both thought we were just going to talk about the insane encounter that we had and maybe talk about some, uh, some crazy sex stuff. It, I thought it was going to be a lighthearted episode, but wow, did it take a turn early on? If you remember back, I think episode 88, when I had Liz on talking about the Reddit blow bang, we did on random acts of blowjob. We, we talked about tips for guys who want, um, who answer ads and want their message to stand out who want to get results from online personal sex ads. So we were given tips. And I wanted to do the same with Andy. However, like the first tip was, can you please stop sending rape threats? It was kind of a hard topic to shake because it's a very real thing that goes on. So many women I talk to, if they shut a guy down online, if they shut a guy down in person, if they shut, a, if they operate any autonomy over their sexual body, a lot of men don't take that very well and then lash out, sometimes physically, uh, a lot of times on the internet with words, but they're not, it's not just saying like, well, fuck you, but it gets intense. And the topic, uh, the topic caught me off guard, uh, the topic of internet harassment and, and internet threats and physical violence against women. You know, my mental preparation was not, I was not really in a headspace for that conversation. So it took it took me a while to adjust. You I think you can hear that I'm a little uncomfortable. I don't know if I'm supposed to make a joke or switch the tone. Uh but it's real. It's a real honest reaction and you're what what broke my heart was that Andy when talking about her interactions with men on the internet is that she's like saying it all with a smile on her face. She's very nonchalant about it. She's really just accepted as fact that if she wants to have casual sex on the internet, that she's going to have to dip, duck, and dodge a lot of rape, death threats, and terrible name calling by men who she doesn't want to fuck. I certainly didn't think about it a long time ago, and I'm sure many others don't. Is you know a woman gets a woman can easily get on like an OK Cupid can get you know ten plus fifty plus a hundred plus messages in a day just of dude just trying to trying to get some trying to get some pussy right so <laughs> you know you can only respond to so many messages in a day because it's not your job you're not getting paid to answer those messages you've got other shit to do on top of that you can't fuck everybody trust me I know people who try you can't fuck everybody. So there's always going to be disappointed dudes, but those disappointed dudes shouldn't always be responding with, well, whatever, skank, fuck you, whore, kill yourself, slut. And Andy tells me about, you know, experiencing this and 
and how normal she's acting about it, how not audibly outraged she is, it really made me sad. How matter of fact she was made me uncomfortable. Which obviously, you know, I, I understand it's it's nothing to just be uncomfortable hearing about these interactions when uh, it's way more uncomfortable experiencing those interactions. I get that, but it, I, I'm uncomfortable, and I and I realize I just kind of have to sit with that discomfort. That this is such a status quo for so many people. That this that this is our world that makes me uncomfortable. And I don't know what to do about it. That's the part that you know. I think a lot of guys um, who hear about shitty things that happen to women automatically would go like, "What can we do?" Because we know that we're not doing it, right? So then, what to do? At, you feel almost powerless. And and part of that is because we're making it all about, you know, that's me making it all about me. But to be fair, I make everything about me because I am like a selfish human being. And there are fun ways to subvert those type of guys. You know, we talk uh, often about one of my favorite subreddits called r slash creepy PMs. Love that subreddit, right? That's where you post screenshots of people being creepy, being vile, being harassy. And although you can't post their personal information, um, which is probably a good thing because you know what? There is a thing called due process in this country. However, that that subreddit is the reason I know that this happens. That is when guys are like, yeah, prove it. Just go to that subreddit. So so this uh, this uh, heavy. I don't do trigger warnings because I don't really believe in that shit. But this is a heavy episode. Uh, we we try to be fun and funny as as where where I found it appropriate, and there are times where I'm just like uh, telling myself, "Billy, shut up and just let this girl talk." So so let's go ahead and get to my conversation with my very first ever random acts of muff dive gal, Andy. You're nervous. A little nervous, yeah. Yeah, because I I mean I just, I feel like what you did before was definitely way more ballsy than right. this right like this isn't a big deal yeah there's no there's no yeah oh man andy what's there to be scared about you already fucked a dude who's blindfolded in a strange town that's true you've that's already true. done it in a strange state that's in like it? my second time to jersey <laughs> <laughs> is this your second time in jersey or that was uh no i actually after um actually a couple of months after we uh got together i started dating a jersey boy yeah so i was there like every weekend yeah okay just bring it either or just like try to speak a little louder okay <laughs> yeah there's there's no one to hear you i promise oh, okay. i mean or not well, okay that sounds like, bad too uh yeah <laughs> because because oh, okay. that also sounds like no one's gonna hear you scream no um no it's just uh nothing to be embarrassed by right. um but yeah right. <laughs> okay that's better i'm prepared now. feeling better you want to take a deep breath <sighs> Okay, let's let's do this. Hey, Andy. Hi, Billy. <laughs> How you doing? Good. Other than a little nervous. Good, good, good. How are you? I'm I'm good now. This is uh this is thrilling for me. A long time in the making. <laughs> yeah, because uh, unlike you, this is the first time I am seeing you. Yeah, that's true. You are you're sort of an infamous story on this podcast and so other podcasts I've, heard, I've been yeah. on. I've told I've told the story of our encounter many a time. Uh, people are always jaw dropping. Yeah, they go like, "No fucking way!" I'd be like, "I think the way. biggest fear was that everybody thought I was under eighteen at the time." Oh Christ, that was my fear too. That was <laughs> I had to like show everyone my license. I was like, "No, like it says ninety five. We're good." Yeah, I think I was eighteen. Yeah, you. Oh, you were eighteen. I yeah. was. Uh, I made. I remember asking to see a picture of a driver's license birthday yeah. or something. Yeah, because. Uh, so you didn't go into this in a pedophile-ish way. <laughs> well, it would have been, I think it would have been legal in the state of New Jersey. It just would have made me feel oh. creepy. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Well, <laughs> well be, because you, you were 18, but I didn't realize this when we first started talking, but you had just finished high school. And uh, that, yeah. and I was, I, that made me feel odd. Um, because I, I like hooked up with an 18 year old who was in high school before and I knew that just made that's when I instantly raised my age limit. I yeah. instantly raised it to twenty. From there, uh, I, I actually that's a little that's a little strange. <laughs> right, right. I took a. I you were kind of a, an an exception to the rule because I found I think it was your ad on Reddit. Mm -hmm. and I was like, pretty sure, yeah. 
why fucking not? That's the other thing is we did such an extreme thing for what was at least my first random acts of blowjob, random acts of muff dive experience. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been hard to top. Really? Yeah, but I will say your your success story that you wrote for me has helped me You're get welcome. more. So thank you so much. Yeah, I had to make a whole separate account just to put the success story. I think it was I fucked Billy Pro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ah. Sure that's what the success story was under. Ah. Uh, well, everybody, we're here with, uh, with Andy, who is, uh, like I said, she is the girl who came over to my, I don't want to say my mom's house, but it's that good sentence. It was my mom's house. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Was she, I don't know. I I, think you told me she was. I was blindfolded and Blink-182 was blasting. So I don't know what was going on. She didn't hear anything. (laughs) She's probably just like, my brother is really weird. Like, uh, yeah, they've always thought that. Uh, but yeah, you, you were the one who came to. My mom's house and had sex with me while I was blindfolded and naked on a bed and then left without me ever seeing you. Yes. So, so how the fuck are you? I don't, I don't even know how to. I'm good. Yeah. How are you feeling coming over here? Um, I was nervous, but it's better now. This is an episode that I think we've been trying to do for about a year. For a while. Yeah. I think the first time I called you was like. About a year ago, and we we talked on the phone for a bit, yeah, trying to see how we could make this work. Yeah, it was hard to schedule things out. How w- what did you first think when I when I pitched it to you? I thought you were lying. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, I thought it was like a scheme to just try to get together with me again. <laughs> like just like oh, he just wants to hook up. But then um, I googled it, and I was like, oh shit, like this it's is real. legit. <laughs> yeah. He really is doing this. He didn't just buy a couple microphones, or it's just the most uh, long long game plan to bang you again <laughs> exactly so you know i'm just gonna embarrass myself with my exes over and over every week until uh andy comes over and then finally we can be together again in because <laughs> i'm very <laughs> worth it <laughs> uh but oh man yeah so okay so you thought i was just trying to like make a play at you i really did yeah and then i kind of thought like podcast i was like oh no this is a radio show like this is going to be live like people are going to be calling in questions and i was like oh that's that's ridiculous mm-hmm. So it just blew things out of proportion. Now if you take a moment, uh, we're just going to take some questions from the callers. <laughs> oh, I really thought you were serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I should have done that. No, that's uh, that would have no. been fun. They, there are ways to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Do you people want, um, as I look away from her, to talk to my proverbial audience? I can't uh, hear it. <laughs> do, do you people want a call in line? We could set that up. Email me, manorpod at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can put together. Uh, so, yeah, okay. So. I want to hear from your point of view. Okay. No holding back. Okay. This time, they've heard my version of the events. You tell me what went down. And if I have to defend my honor, <laughs> I'll shut my face. Uh, but no, be honest. Uh, what? What's your version of events? Have you told this story to others since it's happened? Oh, yeah. No, it's a pretty popular story. It's a popular it's story? Like if I'm, especially if I'm drunk and people are like, oh, like, who's kinker? I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you this. And Andy, tell the Reddit story again. Yeah, tell <laughs> Usually the... I leave that part. I'm usually like, yeah. oh, yeah, this guy that I met once. Like, no, we just set something up. And Do you leave out the uh, Blink-182? Because for me, I feel no, like that's, that's the more the embarrassing part. part. I love Blink-182. <laughs> Stop. See, I lost my virginity <laughs> listening to Blink-182. So it's always like a turn on when I hear it. Oh. Yeah. So well, it, it helped calm my nerves when it was blasting in a stranger's house. <laughs> when we were uh, organizing stuff uh, in PMs, in private messages, I was like, any other requests? And you had this specific request yeah. where you were like, can you please have Blink-182 playing? I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it calmed my nerves. Not what I was expecting, but <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, can you get this type of loop? She's like, no, I just want I just want to hear what's my age again while I ride you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, so why don't you tell us a story? Okay, well, it was like a kinky part of my life where I just wanted to like, you know, have fun. I didn't want to settle down anywhere. So I put the ad on Reddit and everything and you answered. And um, What was the ad? I really don't remember. Okay. It was a while ago. But it was on um it was on Random Acts of Muff Dive and I believe yeah. so, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And you responded and we talked a little bit and I was like, Oh, he's pretty cute and then um you kinda like laid down the plan. You're like, Well what if we do this? And I was like, Oh, okay, like I could do that. Um I wasn't expecting I, I honestly thought I was gonna back out last second because it's like meeting a stranger. Like I'm literally walking to your house. I was expecting like people everywhere someone was going to grab me so when i pulled in your driveway i was sitting there for like 10 minutes i was like i can do this this is going to be fun like no one's going to kill me it's going to be fine um 
And then following the signs up was just great. And I remember like a lot of uh, like figurines in your house kind of creeped me out a little oh, bit. I kind of did. Well, your mom's mine. house. Yeah, your de- mom's house. Definitely not my figurines. Billy doesn't have little figurines everywhere, no. Um, and following it up. and then They're I called action say, figures, okay, Andy? My <laughs> <I> mistake. <laughs> no. So um, following the signs up, I was like, my heart was beating out of my chest. I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to open his door and I'm going to get attacked. I was still convinced at this point I was going to be killed. Um, then when I opened the door, you were there blindfolded and what, naked. What were these signs? Give, try to give a visual, just red, an idea of what's like going on. Red arrows on computer paper, pretty much. That was it. I put a, I put a lot of work into those. Oh, wait, the one on your door, oh, it said great. Andy. Oh, it was like, Andy, let yourself in and follow the arrows like up to my room. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Something simple like that. And then um, I got into your room and Blink-182 was playing. So I was like, oh, okay, great. I'm like, calm, a little horny now. Like, things are wonderful. <laughs> and it was there. He was just there blindfolded, naked on his bed, dick in the air. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then um, I went over and you had uh, another sign on your end table. And it was like, uh, if you put this condom on, I'm not taking the blindfold off. It was something like that. Very demanding <laughs> a bratty bottom as some would say yeah exactly and um it was fun i mean it was my first time really in like a dominant position like that usually i'm like used to being more submissive so it was interesting it was G- fun. give us some more details get what was the give us some more of the yeah we get it you walked in and you bang <laughs> what was that it what um well after you know like looking around the room seeing if there was like hidden cameras or anything <laughs> just kind of like getting more relaxed um I was just kind of like trying to work out a game plan, really. I was like, how can this be like super fun? Um, just like, how can we make the most of this? Like, it's not something I do every day. So I was like, I want this to be memorable. But what if that was something you did every day? Like, Oh, my God, imagine. I feel like I have AIDS or something by now, which I don't feel like I have to specify that. It's all right. Um, and yeah, just kind of started with a blowjob I, I i felt i remember feeling like a, a hand like run along oh, my thigh yeah. and i'm just like oh oh this is this is happening this yeah. is uh so I, far she hasn't killed me oh you thought you're gonna be killed too <laughs> yeah everyone goes like billy yeah that's so crazy for her she could have been like raped and murdered i was like yeah because men are impervious to like knives and bullets too Wow, I like, forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> Remember, I'm like, I'm the one who's, I could have just been unlocking my door and, I, you know, two hours later, I take the blindfold off and all the TVs are gone. Yeah, I could you have know? robbed you. Totally. Missed opportunity. I did hide my wallet. That was something did I did you? do. Just in case. I, don't know. I didn't even look for it. Yeah. Uh, didn't even think about it. <laughs> Looking back, I should have done it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I felt, I, it was it was really sexy because there's like a, just a you, you, you're really trying to tease it out. Yeah. There's a hand on the thigh. There's a hand on the on the face and stuff like that. It's not like you just dove for the cock. Yeah, that's true. Not that I'd argue, but that would be boring. <laughs> uh, but yeah, starts with a started with a blowjob and yeah, I tried to be sexy. I put my panties in your hand, and you were just kind of like, "Oh, cool!" Like they're there. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah, there was there was some face it. There was some pussy licking, and then. There was. Uh, and then eventually, yeah, you hand me this condom and, and you just tell me you were really good at the be giving instructions. I don't know how much you remember, but you really you, there was never a part where I thought I didn't know what I was supposed to do next. Yeah. You know, even when you wanted me to fuck you, you told me how I was like in which position we were going to yeah. do it. And for me, that was my fantasy was I don't want to make decisions. Yeah. But but I don't want to just not make decisions. I want the orders to also be the orders I wanted to be given. Like, yeah. but but it, in this impossible fucking fantasy I've <laughs> created, it's like, well, I don't want to tell her what to tell me to do, but like, I want her to tell me certain things. Like, and you said all the right things. Yeah, and they were, it was great. Um, and it was that was it's hands down one of the top ten sexual experiences I've had. Really, top ten. I let a stranger into my house and fuck me blindfolded and left. Oh, that's exciting because your number is it's high. That's exciting. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting to talk to you for years. Yeah. <laughs> to like decompress this. <laughs> what was going through your head? Let, let's take it like stage at stage. First is the okay. Reddit PMs. Yes. What to you? Have you done any Reddit type things at all since then? Yes, that's actually how I met my ex-boyfriend. Started uh, off as a hookup and which like, uh, which subreddit? Uh, I think just Dirty R for R. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotta weed through a lot of cities on that sub. Yeah, it's very difficult. But I figured I'd have like a bigger database. Very, very. And what what stands out to a guy? Uh, sorry, 
what stands out to you when a guy is answering an ad of yours? Um, just because obviously like, it's death to your inbox. We all know yeah. that, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, you're going like to get a lot of applications. Of um, it's like you can really tell when someone puts a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of effort, but they like put thought into what they're saying. It's not just a dick pic or someone just saying like their age, sex, and location. It's like they put like a little thought into it and it's like they kind of want to chat beforehand and get comfortable, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I probably did that, not remembering per, uh, specifically. I, I remember one of the first things you said, definitely one of the first things you said was that you were a comedian. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I love humor. That'll be a lot of fun. You know, what's funny is that leading with that sometimes is that gets me points. And yeah. sometimes that's like an automatic swipe left on Tinder. There's really? like, oh, fuck, he's a comedian. No fucking <laughs> that's way. That's not a real job. He has no I money. Di- <laughs> I did it three of those and that was f- not a good idea. <laughs> one of them ended up being gay. Who would have known? Uh <laughs> Yeah, the comedian thing can work for or against me, yeah. like very drastically. <laughs> well, it worked for you in my case. I thought it was really cool. That's definitely what made you stand out. Okay. It was like, I think you're the only comedian I've ever gotten like a message from. Or, I mean, they didn't say it right out front like I- you did. I'm surprised because there are so many who don't get laid who are probably on Reddit. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you you felt comfortable because there was effort put into the message. Yeah. We, we did a diff- another Random Acts of Blowjob um, episode. Uh, oh, really? I think it's episode 88. We had this girl, Liz, on, and she I organized a blow bang for her because, as you've noticed, I'm creative. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We could just meet up and, and fool around, but, like, let's have some fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to meet a stranger off the internet. Like, make it special. Right. So let me help you meet seven strangers off the oh internet all at the same time. And you know what we did? We blindfolded her. Well, really? I blindfolded her before the guys showed up. Oh, my God. And so she just tried. And then she got to take it off at the end, and she was trying to match the dick to the guy. Oh, that was that's fun. fun. Yeah. But And so one of the things we were talking about, and a lot of guys from RAOBJ have listened to that episode since then, and what we were trying to do was help them succeed more, both yeah. in the type of the posts that they're making and the way they answer women on there. Because I think a lot of guys get frustrated on the internet yeah. where, you know, a, a girl like you is going to get a ton of messages and we're the ones typically who are sending a ton of messages yeah. Like broad spectrum antibiotics, seeing what's going to work, you know, and and so I, I I would since I've had some successes on Reddit specifically, like I definitely want to be able to help, uh, and so talking to you does that. So right. what what if you are talking to that entire subreddit right now? What are some tips you'd give them to get your attention? Um, if, besides be a cute comedian. <laughs> um, if she doesn't answer you right away, don't keep sending messages because it's really annoying, and sometimes you just have to take a hint. I mean, it's a bitchy way to say you're not interested, but it does happen a lot. Um, if she says – if she she can change her mind. I had someone who I said I didn't want to meet up with them, and they freaked out, and they just – it was like message after message after message, and it was so creepy. Just, bitch, whore, skank, fuck yeah, you. Literally. My mom never loved me. You slut. <laughs> it starts off with, oh, you're beautiful. Like, we'll have so much fun. And it's like, you know what? Well, you're a bitch anyway. Like, nobody loves you, and it's like, Ends okay. with bomb threats. Uh, literally i've been threatened like someone threatened to rape me they threatened to like hurt my family <laughs> it's like the, you need to relax the, the internet is insane and and yeah years ago you know you hear a woman say that and you go oh my god that's crazy because that's just what the way we're brought up the, yeah. i don't know i just i because because i don't experience it in my small little man brain i never think <laughs> about that and yeah. then it just friend after friend after friend of mine who's, who's female would would show me their inboxes and i was like holy shit this is a real problem yeah there are assholes on the internet yeah. sending rape and death threats to, to women on twitter it's rampant everywhere on yeah. the internet oh it's it's nonstop. just it's... because no one wants to touch your dick exactly and and you know it's that behavior that probably makes them not want to touch your dick yeah and i don't know it's like you can girls usually i mean i can and i know a couple of my friends can we can sense when guys are going to act like that so sometimes we'll send like a decoy like oh i'm not interested and we'll see how they react and if they react that way we dodged a bullet and if they don't it's like oh cool like maybe we can meet up you won't you know threaten my family <laughs> yeah that, i i just find that so I, I think i remember when i first started seeing those i really felt bad because yeah. and I also felt powerless because there's nothing I can do. I wasn't yeah, exactly. sending those, and then I found creepy PMs, which just made oh, it really funny. PMs. I love it's one of my favorite subreddits. <laughs> it's so fantastic. R slash creepy PMs is just screenshots of just those yeah. PMs, but a lot of times it will be uh, snarky girls or snarky people, I should yeah. say, uh, of any gender. Well, they can uh, get them 
Like they're kind of gaslighting the troll. Yeah. And those are oh, those so are creepy. fun. Yeah. The only downside is that you have to blur out the usernames. Yeah. That sucks. I'd like to bring those people to light and be like, avoid this person at all costs. I don't know how I feel about public shaming. I, I can see the pros and the cons. I still... I like going on uh, like Troll X chromosomes and 2X chromosomes. And troll just... X chromosomes? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I know 2X chromosomes. That's a nice it's subreddit. It's like um, snarky oh. feminists, kind of. It's like it's a lot of fun. I feel like you would like it, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, what? I what I was saying. <laughs> I, like I was saying, what's your position on, on public shaming? Clearly, oh, you right, want to yeah. be able to out these guys who threaten your family just because yeah. you don't want to touch their penis. I think, um, I, I think it should be out there just so that you know people realize, especially guys, if they see it, they realize that it's not okay and like you're not the only one doing it. So it's not really a threat. It's just at this point, it's just like a nuisance. It's not annoying. Like it doesn't, it bothers us, but not as much as you think it is. Like we're not laying awake at night thinking about it. It's just. You're like obviously very insecure, so we just think of you less. Mm-hmm. But then, if that's the point, and the point isn't to stop people from having sex with that specific guy, doesn't something like creepy PMs kind of already serve that purpose? Because on creepy PMs, if you don't know, you have to blur out both your identity and the other person's identity, so um, no one's kind of out there. I uh, I don't know if I if I could uh, post to like creepy PMs and not blur it out, I would. I just think. I don't know. I feel like the people who say those things should know that it's like really fucked up and people are like very against it. And I don't know, maybe it'll deter guys from saying things along those lines. Right. But in the age of the Internet where that stays forever, you know, someone can learn their lesson. But five years later, they're still haunted by what was maybe just an angry 19 year old mistake. They could always delete their account. Start fresh. Oh, no. That that never no, because if 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 your account is tied to your real identity, that oh, will then comes out, and then it different. all spirals out. Because what happens then is it spirals out of control. It starts with just their username, but then yeah. people discover, oh, I I went through his history. I found this. I found that. Hey, I found his family. Hey, I found where he works. Um, oh, he's just a university student here. And it, what should have just been like a little like a, a slap, slap on, on the wrist of like, fucking stop it, just just stop it, you will uh, unravel to like his his world's yeah. over because he's like uh, a, a rape threatener who's really just an angry 19 year old who wasn't going to do shit because he's too busy playing world of warcraft in his basement yeah. but on the other hand i i feel like i shouldn't feel sorry for those guys so i don't know i'm that's, torn i feel like um just because you aren't used to those messages maybe that's that's what i'm thinking because it's like you really want to put them on like blast you really want to get yeah. like have them get what they have coming really right okay Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, I get that because I don't wake up. I, that's the whole male privilege thing is I don't wake up to a hundred of yeah. those angry messages every day. Girls aren't mad at you for friend zoning them. Okay, so so back to the Reddit tips. So okay. guys, take no for an answer. Don't yeah. be an asshole. You're not entitled. Exactly. To she it. Can change you know? her mind. If she says no, just accept right? it and move a, on. A yes is not a permanent yes. Yeah. A yes is always able to change, just like a no is always able to change, as you were saying before. Exactly. Maybe he acts like a sane individual. Maybe you'd be like, all right, let's give that dick a chance. <laughs> exactly. He survived that first test. Yeah. Yeah. We will test you. It's just for our own safety. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what other tips would you have? Uh, another one is I can't, like, I'll post for like one time things. Like, I don't like anything commitment wise and um guys will get so clingy where it's like you fuck them once they expect it all the time it's like they just feel like they can call you whenever they'll text you nonstop, and then it goes back to you saying no you're getting death threats and yeah etc etc it it's so sad and i don't know what else to say on it from my perspective i mean what the first time how old were you when you first started getting stuff like that would you say um Honestly, I feel like I was in elementary school and um, I didn't want to like swing on a swing set. Actually, I remember exactly who it was, too. You won't I... let me on the swing? <laughs> Fucking skank. He wanted go kill to... yourself, whore, and your swing. Yeah, go swing on. <laughs> I bet you swing on all the swings. It was literally like he wanted to hold hands you while we were swing swinging slut. or something. And he was like, because um, we had just taken like sex ed or something like that. And he was like, someone's going to rape you then. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> like fifth grade, I'm getting threatened to be raped. How'd that make so you feel? 
I was scared. I remember telling the teacher. Did I was you understand like, the concept of rape at, you said fifth grade? Yeah, our so, sex so ed teacher like, what, like was 10, like, you know, 11? yeah, it was like 10, 11. Um, she actually, the sex ed teacher that I had, she like split up the girls and the boys and she told us specifically just the girls that like, actually, I, I didn't like how she went about it. She was like, make sure you don't wear skimpy clothing. Like, make sure that you're always in pairs. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like victim blaming before yeah. it happens. Yeah. And uh, that really bothered me. But I was like, oh, like, I just learned what rape was. Like, this is like, he means it. I didn't think. Kind of like going back to what we said before. I didn't think he was all talk. I thought that it was actually going to happen. And I was like, I need to tell everybody. Well, not everybody. I have to tell like my mom. I have to tell the teacher. Like, I don't want this to happen. Did you do that? I did. And what happened? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. What did your mom say? Oh, she was furious. Right. But um, the school said he was too young to understand what he was saying. And that's kind of where it starts. It's like um, if a boy like pushes you down, it's like, oh, it's because he likes you. Like You can't keep that mindset all the way up until they're 20, 25, 30. Because then it's going back to victim blaming. It's like boys are never in control of their actions. They're just being boys, boys raping around. Boys. <laughs> Did you hear Johnny rape like 17 girls? Yeah, he's just being he's just being one of the guys. It's just a phase. Did you see the way he throws that football, though? That's pretty important. Yeah, that's what it comes back to. They don't want to ruin any careers, basically. I don't know. I got I got two sisters myself. I've never talked to them about that stuff. And uh, I don't know what kind of internet shit they've had to deal with. Well, I, remember, I gotta imagine it's like the same. You had pictures of them on your Facebook, I remember. They're gorgeous. They probably get it a lot more than I do. So I'm sure if you talk to them about it, they'd be like, oh yeah, like this happens all the time. This, this, and this. I'm sure they're... What's something you yeah. think could be done... Because a lot of times we always talk in theory, talk a lot. A lot of gender theory is done on Jezebel yeah. articles, but nothing's ever done. Like, what could be what could be done in your opinion, in your experience? Because I'm sure you've been on like various dating online dating platforms enough to like have yeah. kind of an idea. Um, I honestly think you just have to start like with kids when they're really young. You really have to teach them to do the right thing instead of uh, try to avoid this happening instead of teaching people to avoid doing the bad thing if that makes sense it's like play um, less baby it's cold outside during holiday gatherings yeah. so that's where it starts yeah pretty much i didn't know we were gonna get into such heavy topics yeah, but I i'm glad we, i'm glad we are because i hope we get the fucking reddit boys listening and they yeah. can uh, learn a thing or two stop being so creepy yeah that's what it comes down to quit it with the rape culture and then go yeah yeah then go call me a faggot on the men's rights subreddit <laughs> god red pill Ugh. Well, there's our red pill, which like is just insane. Then there's like the men's rights subreddit, which I still maintain. Men's rights is a phrase that they've stolen from what could have been like a legitimate thing. Yeah. Because they have some good points, but they're they do, such yeah. assholes about yeah. it. <laughs> like, oh, dude, just hire a PR. You don't have to even hire a lady PR person, please. And then she will do all your men's rights down, yeah. things. <laughs> so were you that was your was that your first Internet experience? With you? With, with me? No. No? No. Um, so you'd already experienced all this like internet rape culture before meeting up with me. Yes. So was, were you kind of surprised that things went as non-murdery as they did? I was pleasantly surprised because um, I'd met, I want to say like two or three people before I met you. And one of them actually, uh, I used to be very like much more cautious. I would meet them beforehand and then we would set a future date to like hang out just to be safe. Um, I met him at a diner and it didn't go well. And I was like, all right, like I don't want to. What do you wanna... mean like uh, didn't go well? He was very, I don't know how to describe it. He was very like condescending to me and um, like I didn't know anything. Meanwhile, we would be talking about like was he, food. Was he older? Um, Not much older. Okay, okay. Like two or three years older. He was just very condescending. And then um, he was like, uh, he said equality was useless something like that and i was like oh i'm not gonna sleep with you like huh. so why would you say that no, you should sleep with him and uh and, and not let him come but get like try to make sure you get there. off yeah <laughs> yeah and then when he's like what i'd be like well equality is kind of useless exactly. i i got off i'm i'm good yeah like that's it i'm done <laughs> I just, like, but but i was like yeah but the diner yeah exactly Okay. Um, so, uh, we like paid the bill and I thought everything was going to be okay. And then, uh, right before I was getting in my car, he like grabbed me and he like slammed me against my car. He was like screaming in my face and he was like, you, he said, you owe me a fuck just because I had answered what he 
sent to me, I owed it to him. And that's kind of where a lot of guys' minds are. Like, just because, like, you can meet up, you can be right there, you could be about to fuck, and you can still, I mean, she can still say no. If she says no, you have to accept it. You can't freak out on her because, I mean, it's still not going to make her fuck you. It's going to make her run away even faster. And that's exactly what he did. And how sad is it to take, to, like, take a fuck? And there's, there's just, I, where... It's so confusing to me where that shit comes from from those guys. Yeah. Because like I I've been angry at a woman that's happened. I've sent angry text messages, not like threatening things and name calling oh, yeah, things, but difference. like, you know, I just I I got broken up with um in like three stages basically oh and God. yeah, it was she was she was trying to be nice and it ended up being cruel. To, I sent some like hate like some fucking raw text messages yeah. but never like you deserve to die i'm gonna rape you none of that so because i don't do that i don't understand the mindset of the i almost want to have one of the, some of those guys on the show so i can just i don't want to mm, not to yell at them but like i want to know where's where, yeah where's that coming from yeah um because i don't understand it, it. it makes be, it like, makes me so sad because i feel powerless yeah um well, imagine the, how we feel right it's like yeah so you're shoved up against this car, yeah. And what what goes through your head? I mean, like, what? I mean, a guy says, like, you owe me a fuck. Give me a fuck. And like, and how old were you at the time? Like eighteen, uh, nineteen, 19? yeah. And so, and so you're like, oh. I assume you didn't fuck him. No, I didn't. Right. Luckily, um, a couple. There's like a group of guys. Some, some I went would, to, some would be scared into that. Oh yeah, a couple of guys I went to high school with. They kind of came over and like, oh Andy, like, are you okay? And the guy just kind of like ran off, and I was like the fuck like i was like you saw that right because i was in complete disbelief i was like i can't believe someone like i'm used to the threats online but someone actually did it like in my face like that and that was the most like violent encounter i had via reddit and it just walking out the door every day must be terrifying (laughs) as a woman it can be depends on where you're going i feel like even getting the like going to get the mail if if I had seen all this stuff and I would hear these stories growing up as a young girl, if I was like raised every day to be like, hey, by the way, there's people and all they want to do is rape you. Yeah. Uh, oh, everybody wants to fuck you. Don't worry. Everybody wants to fuck you. But there's also a subset of dudes who just want to rape you against your will. Yes. I'd be terrified to leave the door by the time I was 18. I was. I don't know how you do it. Just kind of power through it, I guess. <laughs> Dude, now, I mean, and you know, it's starting to make more sense now. And um uh, and like I understood the caginess a little bit when we relinked up, you accepted the thing on Facebook, but for example, you wouldn't give me your phone number, and and I kind of understood. I was like maybe she doesn't want a bunch of dudes <laughs> having her phone number because that's probably gone poorly in the past, yeah. you know. And keep- it's better. That's why I like kick so much because you can just kind of block people and that's it. But if they have your number, they can put it anywhere, and it's like they can do anything they want with it really and you can just have so many creeps calling and texting you so with kick it's just kind of like oh it's done that's it if anything you you girls gotta be smarter than us it's not that inherently <laughs> no just because you gotta like out you gotta keep uh i don't know outsmarting adapting yeah do you always bring back so did you bring well, hold on did you bring backup <laughs> wait, wait 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 okay okay so she shows up and i come out to greet her at the car oh this just ooh. um and there's a girl in the passenger seat i'm like cool but i didn't know if she was going to come in or not that wouldn't be the first time a friend was like sitting in on the podcast i, I prefer not to but if they need yeah, it then it's fine but right right uh <laughs> so she's got a girl and i was like is that your backup she's like yeah did you have someone waiting in your car during the last thing? No. I was very reckless. Uh, you were like reckless in your youth. Period. Very much so, yeah. It's just completely All of reckless. two years ago. All of two years ago. <laughs> three. Three. Three? Maybe 21 soon. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, uh, I, so what, what made you start doing uh, bringing back up? Um, I kind of grew up. I was like, what well, grew up? Yeah, three years. I was like, wow, I'm being really reckless. Like, something could go wrong, so... Better safe than sorry. So you realize you enjoy, so you still are doing uh, Reddit internet meetups and you realize you were going to keep doing these. So you want to try to be smarter and safer about it. Yeah. Do you, have you ever used Craigslist? No. I love me some Craigslist. Really? I do recommend. If you want to do, if you want to do shit, I mean, look, there's no reason to be scared of Craigslist any more than Reddit, in my opinion. That's true. Because there's no news story that said, oh, 17 people met for an orgy from Craigslist and no one got, (laughs) and no one died. 
because that's a boring news story. Yeah. Uh, they have to do like everyone met for an orgy on Craigslist and one guy did like a big murder suicide. Like that's a news yeah. story. Yeah. Um. So yeah, <laughs> Craigslist gets a bad rap. But I think it's great for the type of shit we did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I I just was talking to a guy this morning. Hopefully we're gonna do this, but it's I answered a Craigslist ad where mm-hmm. I'm going to um meet him and his girl in public and like finger fuck her somewhere. The ad said like grocery store and just go up and like just start think but he was open to different ideas, so we're gonna see what we can work out. Kind of Maybe exciting. like I eat her out in the back seat. Yeah. I was pitching like, dude, fucking let you drive us around New York City. I'll be in the back seat with her, fingering her. She could sit on my face. If we like see like a group of like maybe 20 something guys, maybe yeah. we can like roll up to him and be like, Hey, you want to grab a titty? <laughs> if it's like a kind of empty side street, there's like fun we could do with yeah. that. So hopefully, yeah. And that type Good of stuff luck. happens. Yeah. Um, I do recommend Craigslist, but I, I think it's smart. It's there are ways to be smart about meeting up with people on the internet, regardless of gender. Because as I said before, like I've definitely put myself in situations that, um, with strangers for stranger play yeah. that could have that were very risky. So I always like, for example, my best one of my really good friends, Katie, if she gets a random text message with an address and like a phone number, she she just knows that if Billy goes missing, give this to the cops. That's yeah. That's just our code. I don't I don't have to, I don't have to tell her what I'm doing. <laughs> she doesn't even know how many dicks are involved. But she knows but that like we don't hear from Billy in 24 hours. She knows like. she's my my Craigslist emergency contact. That's very sweet. <laughs> um, do you p- employ any other like safety tactic tactics? Uh, always meet in public, mm-hmm. uh, excluding you, excluding of course. Me. I'm just special, guys. I'm an, I'm a I'm the exception. <laughs> yeah, you're the exception. I'm always I'm just the first mistake that makes them realize how crazy what they did was. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds better. Mm-hmm. Did you have any regrets after we did our thing? No. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I did it. Yeah? Yeah. How did you feel about the not meeting up again afterwards? Because I, I, okay I, I think that was the thing I pitched where it was like, yeah, it was like, what we just did was so fucking hot. Yeah. There's no way anything we're going to do together is going to top that. Exactly, yeah. Why... Let's leave that memory as yeah, what it was. Yeah, let's leave it on a good note. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. And then, um, I mean, I got a call and it's like, it's Billy. I was like, oh, oh, the, oh okay, Billy. Yeah, hi. Ah. <laughs> Do, uh, have you done anything kind of crazy? In a, have, you any, have you had any similarly crazy stories since then? No. Re- no. No. Just very simple. Like, hey, we're going to meet and we're going to bang so long as you don't threaten to rape me. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you're having fun doing that? Yeah, I haven't done it in a while, actually. Yeah, like a couple months. Yeah, should make a you should should make a comeback to the random acts. Yeah, I should. Uh, is there anything you've done that you realize you from doing it you don't like? Um, I had a threesome with just two other guys, and uh-huh. I didn't like it. I uh-huh. like it better with like me, another girl, and a guy. I, yeah. Okay. Too much That's dick. Too much like. They're like competitive over each other, and it was just kind of like I was there, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't fun." I feel like I'm just kind of getting like beat up here. So the fo- the the focus of pleasure was not on you; it was on their dicks. Yeah, maybe you just did it with the maybe wrong two dudes. People, yeah. So uh, you're you're single. Yes. Okay. Is that is that what you want to be? Yeah. No, I don't want to mm. be in any relationships right now. I feel uh-huh. like I'm too young. <laughs> Where do you prefer to meet dudes? Um. Actually, I've been meeting people at work. A lot of people like retail and whatnot. A lot of people come in and every now and then I'll get a phone number. I'll be like, oh, here's my phone number. And it works out. You give the phone number? Sometimes. You I get a little dirty ballsy. dog, you. <laughs> You've always been ballsy. That's what I fucking love about it. Yes. That See, that and that that was part of the turn on about you. Like right off the bat. I, again, I remember seeing like a couple pictures. I think they're, I think I saw like one face picture and I was like, Okay, I'm good. I'm in. I don't. I want to keep the the facade of a stranger yeah. involved. You know, I was like, I I want to learn about her body, like from like touching her body and not know. You know, yeah. But that was one of the things. Like, that's a ballsy thing. What you did was ballsy as shit. Yeah. There are grown adults who won't do that shit. Yeah. And that's hot. Yeah. It's so hot it that you would do exciting. that. That you're that crazy to do that. Yeah. Um. In that experience, I mean, because on my end, that's like a lot of my fantasies. I even actually did that scenario again with someone else last year. 
she kind of it was kind of like our experience but like with an upgrade only because she's she's like 40 so she oh. did all the great things because you were fantastic you were awesome you were great fuck you rode me great um she more experienced she added a couple things yeah. just a couple things that you would uh you did for an 18 year old you fucking nailed it yes. as an 18 year old <laughs> and she just brought a couple touches like uh yeah. when she first walked in uh, I didn't even know she walked. I, I, you know what I added to this? What would have made it fucking better for me? I put earplugs in. Ooh. Thank you, Sarah S. in Texas for that. Um, for that suggestion, I would have never thought of it without you. Um, oh, that's she, that like totally changes it. Total game changer yeah. because when I, I she was quiet enough that I never heard the door open and close. And then the first thing I felt was on my like arm very soft thing we have a cat in the house so i thought like oh i think the cat's fucking on me (laughs) but then i'm like oh no she bought a big long feather Ooh, i would have never thought of that right right that's just like that's what 40 year old experience gets you she's like started teasing me with this feather oh my god and then 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 there was like a love then she had like a glove on first to touch me so i'm like i'm not even sure i don't even know what the textures are on my body but i know it's hot and it's great (laughs) Uh, and then, and then she also added tequila. She had one point. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, too young to buy that for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was, she, no, she brought like a little shooter of tequila and she, um, she was like doing body shots of it off of me. Oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know why I'm telling that story, but that's, uh, another humble brag. I do a lot of those. Look, I have a mm-hmm. podcast where I talk to everyone I've slept with. So I mean, <laughs> that's true. That's pretty much as this thing. high as you can go. That's it. <laughs> Uh, what do, do you think this is? Uh, what would you think when I told you the premise of the podcast? Other than you thought it was fake, but when when <laughs> when you realized this was real, you're like, "Oh my god, he does talk to everyone he's made out with." What was the thought? Um, you can be real. Honestly, I was like, "Wow, he slept with like a lot more people than I thought he has." I kind of instantly thought maybe I had like underlying STDs. I got a little nervous. We used we used a condom. Yeah, but uh, just paranoia and whatnot uh, don't you work in like the health field kind of uh yeah i did yeah you know better come on <laughs> still i was nervous um but i thought it was so cool i mean i was glad that a lot of people like agreed to come on the show because it made it so much better and i only listened to a few podcasts and i was just like this is great like i i really want to do this it'd be a lot of fun well and i think the punk is so great because it's real quote-unquote normal although very ballsy women yeah. like yourself uh <laughs> Because so many sex podcasts are with a bunch of experts and everything, and that's cool. We all know they do great hot sex, but what's the common woman doing? Yeah. And, uh, and that's what you represent. And I think that's also important for when we're talking about rape culture and we're talking about all these like internet threats. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to hear it from – I mean, there's still probably someone, not my listeners, but maybe like any Redditors who decided to listen – you know, maybe they're hearing this and be like, oh, come on. It's not really that big of a problem. And I'm like, dude, no, I promise. Bad. I was a, I wasn't a doubter like, oh, that never happens. But I was the type of guy I, I'd like to give an excuse. Yeah. I was like, I'm always the guy to say, I try to, I'm always trying to be as fair as possible. I'm a big fan of due process. And so guys, like, look, if you don't believe that the rape culture stuff exists, Go to your go to your sister, your cousin, your your friends that are women. If you don't have any friends that are women, that's a whole different problem. You should try to figure <laughs> yeah. out. Um, talk to your Tinder matches. Yeah, that might even get you some points. To be honest, I mean, I don't want you to use feminism to get laid, but I'm just saying a natural byproduct of you trying to educate yourself is that you might seem like uh, it's an a more intelligent. Quality, yeah, yeah it, it's insane. Women apparently are really in the guys. Who don't want to rape them? It's yeah, it's kind I mean, of crazy. It's like a new concept, but uh, yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> I think it's gonna work out. Ask them. Just be like, "What's your experience talking, turning down men on the internet, yeah. or even interacting with men on the internet?" Seven, eight, nine times out of ten, you're gonna get people saying, oh, yeah, "Like, definitely. I've gotten this. I've been called this. I've been called that." They threatened that. They may say, like you, you're very nonchalant about it. You're very calm. You're not like, you don't seem like outraged. You're not, you just, and that's the sad thing. You've yeah, accepted it I've as just accepted it. what life, that's it. what life is. Yeah. Like it happens. And I mean, in the long run, you have to accept it. Well, I mean, some people don't, and that's good because they like go further. They try to, you know, stop it. But in the long run, we can do all we can. I don't think it's ever going to stop. I really don't because you're not going to reach everybody. So you kind of, you have to accept it at some point. I don't think any of it stops, but I do hope we can 
drastically uh, bring it down. That'd be nice. It would be nice, would right? Be very nice. It'd be nice yeah. to say no, thank you, and yeah. hear nothing. Yeah, or you know, if a guy buys you a drink, I mean, she doesn't owe you anything. Never, you are never owed anything. Never. That's what it comes down to a lot of the times. And here I thought we were just going to have a crazy, hot, wild, sexy. <laughs> we can still do it. We can still have the hot, wild talk. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what were you expecting to talk about? I don't know. I Even though you said it wasn't like an interview, I really thought it was just going to be like question after question solely on like what we did. But this has been fun. I wasn't going to ask you like you say, oh, yeah. And tell me, t- did you sell my face or not? Oh, uh, just uh, tell me. Tell me again. <laughs> Tick in hand. Uh, like, was it good for you? <laughs> Billy, why is your dick out? It's part of the podcast. It's just what we do. <laughs> Did I not tell you that in the text? <laughs> well, so but what's your what is, so your sex is pretty vanilla now, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I kind of stick with like one fuck buddy now. It's like we'll meet up a couple of times. Um, every now and then I'll meet for like a one night stand or whatever, but nothing crazy. I don't really have time for crazy anymore. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. Did you, did, was there anything else you expected or wanted to talk about in particular? Uh, no. No? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Andy, um, any, any other last parting words you have for Redditors, people listening who want to do some crazy wild shit on the internet? Um, just be really nice. Uh, send a picture with your first message because... Nine times out of ten, guys lie about what they look like, and it's nice to know kind of like what you're getting. <laughs> now, to be fair, I've had plenty of wi- I've oh, had women no, women women can lie about what they look like too. Yeah. It's happened to me. People, it's like the general, everybody, public. send accurate pictures. Yeah. Okay. I know it's tempting to want to use the old one, but think of it as motivation. Be like, oh, okay, I am gonna lose. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose these ten pounds, Billy, so I can send my old headshots again because uh, yeah. I want to be honest. Exactly. Don't tilt the phone like all the way up so it's facing down so you look thinner. I mean, be just be completely honest. Like, I don't feel like the picture. only picture I looked at, I, I did see of you though. I feel like was a, uh, it was oh, a headshot from above. Pictures, yeah. Please don't tell me oh. the high school pictures right before I fucked you. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry. My um. It was one thing. Where, high it was pictures. one thing where I had to like talk myself into like, yeah, I'm just gonna leave the door unlocked and like just blind myself and hope this all works out exactly the way my fantasy works. I'd also like totally try to forget. Yeah, this girl's 18. Eh, probably, right? Yeah, I love how sure. more often than not, like when I was reading all the comments on your success story and mine, it was like, dude, what if she's ugly? Not even like, what if she's underage? No, it was like, what if I'm ugly? <laughs> I was like, that's the, fantastic. The, the the thought of dudes, it's it's insane that that's the first concern. <laughs> it really it, my was, my yeah. safety wasn't even the first concern. The first concern was like, yeah, it was yeah, all but like, about what, if, what I looked like. What if, she, what if she's fat? I'd be like, well, what if I'm into that, man? Like, <laughs> what if I think it's hot? Nobody was concerned that you were blindfolded and you had a stranger coming into your house. It was, but what if you fuck an ugly girl? What if she's not 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 if she's underage? Or I'll anything? be I'll be honest. I used to have that concern. I definitely used to be really hung up on that. Um, like everybody is at one point. Th- yeah. yeah I, 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 natural <laughs> yeah but it's it's sad that we're we're more concerned about what people are going to think about us based on who we had sex sex with yeah. rather than who i want to have sex with there, granted there were people i didn't sleep with because i didn't find them attractive then there are people who i was like either through talking to them or through certain features like for example my friend jay who's like she's she's fucking she's a big girl she's fucking hot as hell yeah. and she's got this like gorgeous face and she's got the best smile and i'm like a big sucker it really is about Mis- confidence like the more confident you are 100 percent of the time right. you're more attractive she's it's like i'm really big and i'm sexy i'm like well i guess you are you said so <laughs> exactly right? like you're gonna fight with her no <laughs> but there were times where you know i may find someone attractive even more for a personality thing and when i was younger i used to be concerned but like yeah but like what will people think and how sad is that? That I maybe maybe yeah. I missed out on some re- a really great yeah, connection, exactly. or just some fucking hot blindfolded sex, yeah. Because I was concerned about what other people thought about who I slept with. You probably did miss out on a lot. It's a shame. Now you know. Yeah, I know better. <laughs> so, um, I I don't know how to wrap up. I'm still yeah. I'm still sitting here with some of these heavy topics, which uh, make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Be, and and 
But no, but and that's the thing. It's like I just have as a man, I just got to sit here and be uncomfortable that men are out there doing this because that's kind of the only way we can be outraged enough to maybe like fix something. Yeah. You know, um, because how hilarious is that? I'm uncomfortable. We're even talking about it. And you're like, oh, imagine how I felt like receiving it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It happens. It's you learn to deal with it. It's the sad truth about it. Okay. Well, um, well, let, let's end there. Andy, thank you so much for for introducing a topic i had no idea we're gonna talk about (laughs) which is such an important one and uh and thank you for sharing your experiences thank you for uh, having me it's it's, yeah it's only through hearing those from real people that we discover that this is a real thing yeah and this really is real i mean listening to a couple of podcasts i was like oh he probably hired these people but no this really happened i mean i it really happened. <laughs> I really had sex with him. I did. I a stranger. For better or for probably worse. <laughs> um, no regrets? No regrets. You can be honest. It's fine. It's okay. I totally understand. No regrets. Okay. Thank you, Andy, for talking. <laughs> So that episode had its uh, it had its fun moments and it had its very real moments. It's one thing to see celebrities talk about internet harassment and rape and death threats. Sometimes it's hard to empathize with multimillionaires, but it's another thing when you're just hearing just a regular everyday woman talking about her very sadly regular everyday experiences on the internet. Speaking out really does make a difference. Yeah, you can post to r slash creepy PMs, but you know what's more important? Posting on Facebook. Screenshots. I, I'm a fan of um, blanking out people's contact info and names. If We're talking about nonviolent offenders who are just using shitty words because uh, people do change, and that should not be something that's so uh, easily attached to their name on Google. But I can't control your actions. That's just my opinion. Uh, I'd love to know what you hear about this show. Um, say hello on Twitter. I'm at the Billy Persida. Use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast. Let me know what you think about the show. Go ahead and like me on Facebook uh, at the Billy Persida. And obviously, if you if you have a stronger, longer reaction, hit me up uh, with an email at ManWhorePod at gmail.com. I got this lovely tweet from Sarah. Uh, she's a proud patron, Sarah B. If you don't listen to the man whore podcast, you're missing out and stupid. Well, <laughs> thank you, Sarah. There's a few fine, intelligent people who don't listen to the show, but you know, I'm not going to not agree with you. <laughs> Be a part of the conversation on the man whore podcast subreddit. There are individual comment threads on every episode. I post pictures, fun news, and, uh, you're welcome to post things yourselves. For all you Redditors, that's r slash podcast. Lastly, uh, if you can, I, I would really appreciate if you can make a pledge to this show on Patreon. Even a symbolic pledge of 69 cents per month is a fine way of saying, hey man, can't really afford a full pledge right now, but here's a sexually suggestive pledge to cheer you up. Donate today at patreon.com slash podcast. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. I hope your upcoming week is just as slutty and active as my past one was. So have fun, enjoy yourselves, don't be an asshole, and stay slutty.